welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 156, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. Okay. Uh, I'm your co-host, Kylie Wild. I'm joined by my ever-present co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello. I've been working all weekend. I'm tired. <laughs> it is the day after Easter, so... That's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, very tired. I spent all day socializing, but we'll get to that. Because, Pete, how has your week been? Uh, well, like I said, I've been working all weekend. Um, my, um, just so happened that my weekend worked out on the same weekend as Easter weekend. And I had to work the bank holiday on the Friday as well. So today has been my only day off of the week, but I have got a couple of days in the in the back end of this week, so not complaining. Other than that, it's been a week filled with lovely stress and lovely oh, times. And adult stress, like we said in the pre-show. If you haven't seen the pre-show, go watch the pre-show. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash rapid reviews. But the only... Look. The only fun thing I did this week was I watched the Mario movie, of course, on day of release. But we're not talking about it nope. until next week. Next week. So I will not I... give my thoughts about it. I have got something I want to talk about with it, though. Oh, good. So let's get your week out of the way first before <laughs> I go full into rant mode. Okay. Well, um, this week I got invited to an Easter celebration, which is really cool. Because, like, when I was growing up, Easter is like, a big, big deal. Um, and then, but, you know, now I'm a grown-up and I don't, like, have any family or anything like that. It just kind of fell by the wayside. Here <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, I think I'm for this new experience. And I didn't, and I had a new experience. But, uh, I decided... Because I love to bake things, even though I'm a celiac and I can't eat wheat-based products, I still love to cook wheat-based products for other people. <laughs> and uh, so I decided to make these like hot cross buns. Oh, you, you were know? telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Did I send you the picture? I meant to you send didn't. Okay, I, in my brain I did. Um, but yes. In your brain, so you these... do a lot of things. It's true, Pete. We have whole conversations in my brain, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, didn't we talk about that?" And you're like, "No." <laughs> so, um, yes. Uh, so anyway, I made these hot cross buns, and they're amazing. But when you make anything that's yeast based or yeah, dough based, you have to let it rise, and um, and so. The person I take care of is, like, Catholic, and he's from a Catholic family and stuff like that. And they do, I try to be very respectful when I'm trying to learn all this stuff. Um, but then I went in, and I checked to see if my dough had rise, and I took the towel off, and I shouted, My dough has risen just as Jesus rose from the tomb! Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I did take the uh, the risen uh, art cross buns, and um, everyone loved them, which was really good because I made them in an American style. But Irish people loved them. That's all I care about. What do you mean by uh, an American style for a hot cross bun? Um. Well, 
the hot cross buns that I've had here, which have been limited, I will say that, mostly due to not being able to eat much wheat. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I can't eat any wheat, but sometimes I will sneak and do it um, and then pay the price. <laughs> but I've had a couple of hot cross buns in the past and here, and they're very, very heavy, very thick, very... Stodgy. Yeah, stodgy. Yeah, 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 that word that you guys love, tend to love with bread. I'm an American. We do not... Well, in the American South, our bread is very light and airy. You can take one of our yeast rolls and you can just smoosh it into a little bitty... You know, it's like big puffy. Yeah. It's got so in it. You can smoosh it down there and then just eat it. Um, and our, you know, our cookies are very soft and gooey. Um, and like your biscuits, which must have the snap in them, as Mary Berry says. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> um, I must yeah, be the so, only person on the planet who's not a fan of Mary Berry. I, she's she's new for me, so she's still kind of a novel thing because she's very British. <laughs> um, if I'd grown up with her, I don't know if I'd like her or not. I don't know. Well, this is uh, coming from someone who's never watched Bake Off, and when she was on it, and uh, still annoys, she still annoys me. Oh goodness! I watch. I used to watch Bake Off quite a bit. I haven't lately because it makes me want to bake things. Oh yeah, I have that's no one dangerous. To bake them for. Yeah, exactly. I have no one to bake them for, and then I would end up eating them myself, which I would get very sick and also gain yeah. a lot of weight. Used to do the same myself with Master Chef. Oh gosh, yeah, that's another one. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, British shows yeah. that nobody cares like outside of the UK about. <laughs> yeah, because they do American versions, and they're just not the same. They're not. I mean, I mean MasterChef had Gordon Ramsay on the US one, which is kind of pointless. Yeah, but he he acts so different in the US. He does. He's I, like I know he's a a dick on TV on purpose, but he gets like super dick. Yeah, believe you me, this is coming from someone who's watched like too many episodes of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, I love Kitchen Nightmares. So do British I. Version. No, I love yeah. the American one too. It's funny. I don't like. One. It's still too, a little too fake for me. I love um, how over the top it is. That's why I like that's, it. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm too. I think that's my British side, my actual genetic British heritage coming out. I don't like American reality TV. <laughs> I don't like reality TV generally. It's not reality. Americans are so fake. Yeah, exactly. But um, what was I saying? Talking I don't remember. Bacon, bacon oh, and asked... biscuits and cookies. Asking the difference in American. Anyway, so American stuff is very, very light and airy. Okay. Um. So I made light, airy, hot crust buns. Nice. And I loved them. Like they want me to make another batch next week. <laughs> okay. I mean that's long. Uh, I mean you can't because the Lord not risen again. Yes. Well, I guess he's gonna rise a couple of times. Um. But um. Uh. But. Having said all of that, A, it was a wonderful experience, and it was very fun, because I haven't been around humans. Um, we're live, apparently. Um, so Wow, I've your iPad's slow. Yeah, very. Uh, I haven't been around humans, and it was very nice to be around humans, but by the same token, I am so drained, socially drained. My battery is 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 on 0%. No That's why I'm drinking yeah, and uh, tomorrow. So President Biden is coming to here, Belfast. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Why do you have to I share an island with that senile old prune? Well, 
technically he's already here. Uh, but tomorrow is his like official date. visit. Yeah. Yeah, the official state visit. And so traffic's going to be quicker. Yeah, so don't I am, just don't bother going out. I'm not. I'm going to hibernate. I might even take the day off and literally probably play games on mobile in a dark room. Maybe get drunk. Uh, drunk. I, I, okay, yeah. but I have a quick question to ask you generally about that. Okay. Sounds like a great plan to me, but it does yeah. require a small bit. Uh, how's Destiny going so far? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> what better time than a visit by President Biden to go and play Destiny? I don't know why I haven't. Like, I really don't know why I haven't. It's crazy. I want no, to. I know why. I know why. Because it's a weekly update. No, because you need a party. I need a party. I thought... Here's the thing. So I have this intern that works for me. They are actually... Well, I think she's going by she now. Um, She's actually... Like... Like, I pay her. So it's not like a... Intern intern. You know what I mean? What I mean? It's an I'm apprentice. Paid. Apprentice. That's the word you guys use. Yes. And she's 18. <laughs> But uh, uh, she's played Destiny a little bit, but she's got a group of friends. Other yeah. 17 and 18-year-olds, oh, which yeah. is apparently my friend group now. Um, and so we were going to try and make a party, but they're also 17 and 18, so I no mean, party. <laughs> look, it'll, it'll be fine. You'll, you'll speak for about two minutes, and then you'll turn your, you'll turn your microphone off anyway, so it's fine. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um <laughs> I, you're right, Pete. I was going to say, tell me where I'm wrong. No, <laughs> no lies detected. You are not wrong. Um, the only people I have ever talked to online is Pete and Kieran. Um, and then when we do rapid reviews. Yeah, so Mike, Alicia, and a few others. Yeah, that's it. Like when we played uh, Among Us and all that stuff. Among yeah. Us. Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, like I don't play with strangers, and I hate that about myself because I think I'm missing out on a lot of games. But I think because I was the chick in the you know early two thousands playing games, like oh FPSs, yeah yeah yeah, I think there's a little bit of PTSD. And I don't mean serious PTSD. I'm I mean it kind of jokey, but I also mean you know some bad stuff back then, especially with Halo. Um, well, to be fair, it was uh, it was a joke that was said between me and a couple of friends, I think, whilst we were working, <laughs> funnily uh-huh. enough. Um, I think the discussion was, hasn't hasn't people gotten soft these days? Oh, Or goodness. something along, those, li- something along uh-huh. those lines. And I turned around and I went, yeah, I mean, I'm a veteran of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 lobbies, so I've been through it all. Yeah. I've, well, been call- you- I, I've been called an F boy, and during you know, those times, hmm? I've been called a an F boy. You know, uh, oh, yeah. the um, uh, the slur that involves a bundle of sticks. Yes. Um, you know, stuff like that. I've been through it all. Oh you gosh, know. you've been through the worst. Um, it, you know, uh, uh, it's what it's what people attentively putting down as the MW two lobbies uh, vet. It, it was a very crazy time. Um, I would say the only rival to that would be League of Legends lobby. 
Oh, I which know. I noped that out a, of that. That was a hell oh. I wouldn't want to go anywhere no. near. I noped out of that so fast. Not surprised. Um, although I used to watch Donkey and I liked it then, but Donkey, you knew he was just joking. Like it was an honor to be insulted by him back then. But that's that was that's back. a bit different because it is that he's supposed to be funny. Yeah, and um, I was gonna say, what was it going? I don't know. Guys, you're gonna have to just hang in there because Game of the year. I am Super Mario Brothers too. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> But uh, I am socially drained, as I said. I know. Keep talking. Also drunk. Hang on. Okay. And I really hope this mic is working. I'm not sure that it is. Uh, Pete, you have lost so much weight. For our poor listeners, Pete just stood up and walked across the room. You have really lost so much weight. Really? Yep. And I'm just stating that. I know you're not supposed to go... You lost so much weight in like a positive way because apparently that can be offensive. I'm just stating a fact. No, he fair enough. I uh, it's just the same thing that I said to someone else a few weeks ago. You never notice it because you're the one staring at yourself in the mirror. It's true. Oh yeah, I know that about myself for sure. Yeah. Uh, funnily um, enough, stress does some crazy things to people. Yeah, it does. Plus, it walking four get... miles a day or five times a week also might do that too. Yes. Also, Pete, randomly aside, having nothing to do with anything, I got told the other day that I have a Belfast accent. You have a little one now. I don't really see. I don't think I do. <laughs> you do have a. You got. I say you have a small <laughs> Belfastian twang. Uh huh. Yep. Where someone from Dublin said that, I was like, "What? No." Um, I'm gonna have to play some Red Dead. To get my Texas accent back. <laughs> I mean, you could just watch a couple of episodes of The Last of Us. Oh, wait. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Like, I, oh. I know, you know I know. I'm not kidding. Uh, I was driving home today, and I was like, I just want to watch The Last of Us. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I might do another rewatch of it another time. So. I just really love it. I was talking to, so the, the people I was uh, chilling with yesterday... Mm. They're a bit older. They're more in their sixties and seventies. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you take what you can get out of life. Um, mm. and so we were talking about like movies and stuff. We were talking about old movies first of all, which was you know I love that you know some like it hot and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and then we were talking about how there's not a lot of good movies now, and I was like, you should watch everything, everywhere, all at once. And they were like, that is an awful movie. I keep running into Ouch. that. <laughs> I, I mean, do. I, I haven't watched running... it yet, honestly. Peter, I think you will probably not like it. But I still think you should watch it so that you can have that opinion. No, I... I, it, look, it's on my list. It's also mm -hmm. on the same list as the un, unenviable weight of a massive talent, <laughs> which I keep oh, saying well. I'm going to watch that and keep forgetting yeah. to. Uh, there's a couple of them. Um, and then... Um, Nana says, I need to watch that. Yes. I personally love it, and I love Rakakuni, which is a reference you'll get when you watch it. Okay. Uh, but it is uh, a, a, a flight of fancy. It is an abstract film. I um, like abstract. This is more on the creative as uh, aspect of abstract. But 
if you come back and say you love it, I will be very pleased. But I'm not okay. going to be like disappointed if you don't, because I won't be surprised if you don't like okay. it. It's obviously the truth. Um, but having said that, so <clears throat> I think they said the only thing they like was Knives Out and Glass Onion. And I still. Oh, God. I still haven't watched Glass Onion. I need to. Uh, sorry, I- Ryan Roundhead Johnson cannot write a movie. They suck ass. No, I think. I think. I don't know. No, I'm telling you now, Ryan Johnson cannot write movies. Looper was a piece of crap. Okay, but they're good. Pre- this is the thing. He has good premises. Premisei? Premises. Yeah, uh, he he has a general understanding of what to do with a story, like well, how to start one. He doesn't know how to write a middle or an end. Get an, he doesn't know how to do he, endings. I will he doesn't. Agree. He doesn't write characters. He writes tropes. Okay, you know what? I might agree with you on that. He is. But see, I think though. I think though. On Knives Out and Glass Onion, they're intentionally done as two-dimensional tropes. That's my theory. I, no, hard disagree, because it, the way that he talks about them is not that way. It's supposed to be incredibly clever, but even to a point where there is a there is a reference piece in Glass Onion where Daniel Craig's character just goes, that's just dumb, and that's how I feel about both those movies. Well... Um, outside of those, uh, they didn't have any opinion. They were like, nothing out is good. No no TV shows are good or anything. Oh. To be honest, I'm like, um, I don't actually disagree. Like, I'm re- I rewatch stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm rewatching House. I mean, I've heard House is decent. I like House. I did not know Hugh Laurie was British until I got here. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Yeah, I just didn't know. But it's uh, House, for those who don't know, is based on Sherlock Holmes. Uh, The whole stories, and which I love Sherlock Holmes. Like, I adore Sherlock Holmes. I'm talking about the the stories. Um, Yes, the Arthur Conan Doyle stuff. And I love Arthur Conan Doyle. You should read his biography if you haven't. There are listeners out there. He is an amazing character. I'm pretty sure he's autistic. Um. Anyway, so I have a lo- great love for for Sherlock Holmes, which led me to watch House. First season kind of sucks, but then it picks up. Um, I I've heard something interesting about House that apparently only the first and the last episodes of the series really matter. Interesting. Yeah, they said that everything in between is basically filler, and it's like. Series like episode one and the last episode of each series is like the only one that makes a difference in terms of the old general narrative. I don't know. I mean, the first series is very episodic in that it's a capsule, you know, it's a formulaic. Yeah. But then towards the end of the first series, they start adding in story elements. Oh, okay. And then it slowly builds. Uh, it even builds to the point, and this is why I love House, now that I'm talking about it. It builds to the point where uh, House is put in a uh, mental health ward and there's a whole episode that's like a musical because he's gone off his rocker. Oh, right. Okay. Favorite episodes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yep. But I mean, outside of that, I I, I just haven't... Like, 
I was telling them, and then we'll we'll come to the Super Mario Brothers thing that you want to talk about. But I was telling them that every time I walk by cinema, I don't really see anything I want to watch. Yeah, you I've know? been the same for a while. Yeah, and it's like disappointing because I love going to the movies, as we say. Uh, it it's it's an escape, and I love it, and I love storytelling, and I love you know all that kind of stuff. And there just hasn't been anything for me personally. Um. Although I will be watching Super Mario this week. Yes, because point. you got told to. Yes. Well, uh, but I was considering I, it. I, I know, what? I know. I, I just thought to myself, I was like, well, this is going to be the plan for next week. I said, so I'll just say the exact way that I put it into the message. You have an assignment for this week. Go watch Mario. You have an assignment, should you choose to accept it. No, you uh. have no choice but to accept it. I don't run on Mission Impossible crap. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's what they said. Uh, they said both the... Well, I hate to break it down to male and female, but both portions of this couple said that uh, I should watch whatever, Maverick? Top Gun. Top Gun Part 2, because apparently it's amazing. Really mm-hmm. like the first still not, one. still not watched it. Never watched the first one either. I watched the first one because I'm American and they air it like once a week since I was like born. I mean, uh, it, it's pretty much written into the constitution at this point, isn't it? Exactly. And I do love that song, Take My Breath Away. It's like so cool. But the movie itself never did anything for me because I don't like Tom Cruise. But they're like, oh, you have to see it. Plus, you'll feel so great because he's like waving the American flag at hand. I'm like, oh, oh, oh my. Oh, if only you knew. (laughs) There's a reason why I came to Belfast. (laughs) Oh, but uh, anyway, so that was supposed to be a segue, but I messed it up so bad because I'm halfway through a bottle of wine. But Pete, what did you want to say about Super Mario Brothers movie? I'm uh, I'm honestly getting annoyed by it. I really am. So, I'm not giving you a review of the movie. I'm not giving you anything. I'm not telling you what I think of it. I'm going to save it all for next week. Yeah. Right, anybody who's been in our Discord already knows how I feel about it as well. Funnily enough, I did send you that picture and I said the difference between a fan and a, re- and a, and a movie reviewer. Yeah, um, yeah. So the annoy like I'm getting annoyed by this because on one side of the of the fence mm-hmm. you've got professional critics. Oh, are we gonna talk about the tomato rating? No. Oh, okay. No, we're gonna talk about the incredible disconnect and the di- the incredible divide between morons. Oh, oh dear. Oh my, okay, Pete, you go ahead. Uh, I did say it was going to get ranty. I yeah, did warn you. So you've got pro- so you've got professional movie critics on one side who are who are morons. Oh gosh, who are know. absolute morons who don't understand the source material. Huh. And then you also have morons on this side who want to use it as an excuse to play the culture war, who also don't understand the source material. Okay. You you see both these hands? You're both morons. For our listeners at home, Pete was holding up 
nothing in each hand. <laughs> because they are worth nothing. I have seen everything from the middle of Peach is a girl boss. Shut up. Um. Uh, and also, <laughs> um, what, what was it? Sorry, I didn't realise Mario could... Why is Mario a cat? What I the f***? He, I did. I saw that. I don't care about uh, language. What the f***? Well... I'm just going to... John. I don't that. care. I'm just Jontron it. You know that gear. What? What the f***? Uh, 41 is your, is yes, your tag I, for that. I, I, don't worry. <laughs> I, I've already... I've saw the... F I, I saw did, the time. Don't worry. Don't worry. I did see that comment. Oh, exactly what God. you're talking about. Abjectly moronic. Uh, the most pathetically idiotic thing I think I've ever seen. And it's not I, just because it's Mario that I'm actually saying this. If this was any source material, I'd say the same thing if I was familiar with it. I'm pretty sure that there were some people that were talking about the lore of Sonic when Sonic came out that was yeah, incredibly yeah. incorrect as well and they didn't understand it. And also, well, just, just just to finish this off, yeah. I think the Mario movie has gotten to the point where it has now been actualized that Hollywood needs the video games industry more than we need them. Oh, well, definitely. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. And it's proven itself because professional movie critics, for the most part, are morons. <laughs> Well, my rant is over. I have had like that's something I've been sitting on all week, and I have not had anyone to talk to about it. Oh, you are not wrong. I just spilled wine all over my keyboard. So. Oh, wonderful. Let's uh, hope you don't die. Let's hope not. But hey, anyway, I, that, I was going to say that's going to segue into our stories. Oh yeah, because I, I need to save that for next week. I will save my thoughts and opinions for that on it. Oh my gosh, look at my. What is going on? Yeah, look, this is why I didn't mention anything to do with the Mario movie in terms of my actual thoughts, because I want to do all of that next week with an audience yeah. who know what, who have had of time to actually watch it. Yeah. And guess, oh. potentially, but we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. So, my eye's doing its weird thing again. Okay, so uh, <laughs> shall I shall I move forward? We've got stories. We've got Let's news. Forward. This is a news episode, not just a ranty episode. Yes. Although I'm quite drinky. I know, I can but tell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let me start you off with one of... Th probably what was one of the weirdest things, because I know it's late, and I know we're getting there very late. Uh-huh. April Fool's Day. Oh, goodness. Oh, I hate April Fool's Day. Now, we all know so that... Bad. Yeah, we all know that April Fool's Day is an absolute waste of time when it comes to anything. Um, yeah. Most of the jokes that are put out aren't even funny. And this year is really bad. To be honest, going on Twitter is always an absolute minefield. And I always hate the fact that uh, GameSpot got me one year with the Capcom vs. SNK3 announcement. Oh no. Buggers. Anyway. Yeah, that would suck. So, there was a, so you had to be very, very careful when it came to anything that was on social media or any website on that day. So when this popped up, I think everyone thought it was the worst April Fool's joke of all time. So I'll just read this. As is, no headline, no nothing. Uh, by the way, sources are VGC for this one, as per usual. All, sh all sources will be linked in the show notes, so you can read them for yourselves. So, so uh, Sega 
marked April Fool's Day by releasing a Sonic the Hedgehog murder mystery game for free on PC. Yeah. This feels like a, I, the, the worst kind of joke, right? I Yeah, I, 100%. When I saw the first image without the, he- you know, the, I'm not going to say the headline, yeah. as Pete has said, uh, but I saw the image and I was like, ah, scroll on through. That's a friggin' April Fool's uh, joke. Yes, so did I. The murder of Sonic the Hedgehog is now available to download on Steam, described as a point-and-click visual novel with fully hand-drawn landscapes and characters. Uh, as quoted, oh it's God. Amy Rose's birthday and she's hosting a murder mystery party on the Mirage Express, the game synopsis reads. When Sonic the Hedgehog becomes the vi- game's victim, everyone is off to get... Everyone is off to get to the bottom of things. However, something feels a bit off. Is this really an innocent game or is something more sinister afoot? Oh, so, my goodness. yes, this feels like it should, and I say should... Yep. Be an April Fool's joke. 100%. I agree. This is the one that was actually the truest because I have a follow-up to this. Oh, my goodness. From VGC, uh, from the 6th of April, the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog has been downloaded one million times in five days. It's... That's crazy. I'm one of them. Are you one of them? I downloaded it today, though. Oh my gosh! Well, I have to know when you play it. You when I play it, I'll let you know. I was on yeah. my PC this morning and I was just doing things, and I went, "Oh yeah, I forgot that came out." Well, I will say that point, 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 and Clint. <laughs> wow, that's really and, bad. Point and click adventures are one of my favorite genres or favorite types. I guess it's not really a genre of uh, of PC gaming. I love point and click. Yeah. So I think this could, uh, it, once I play it, I'll let you know. I reckon this will probably be up yeah. early. It probably will be quite a short experience, I reckon. But I, It's got to be. Look, the fact that this is even real is just weird. <laughs> Very weird. But I like, like I'm it. not gonna I, lie, it's weird. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's the weird things that Sega sometimes do, and I love it. Good point, actually. Like, like releasing Streets of Camarocho. I mean, you're not wrong. I still That's have that on my Steam. Point. It's hilarious. It's a good game. Oh my goodness. It's just Streets of Rage <laughs> with Kiryu in it. That's all it is. That's oh my quite goodness. Hilarious. Anyway, speaking of things that are weird, uh-huh. because this is also very weird. You remember the game Multiverses? Yes, I do. I do. I'm sure you did. Now yeah. you you remember that it was currently in its um, I say it's a uh, early access or beta period or whatever you want to call it. Every yeah yeah. Okay, so I'll just read you the headline. Multiverses has reached uh, has been pulled from digital stores as it's r- readied for a 2024 relaunch. Gosh. What oh, the hell dear. is this? Um, I also love the fact that the image used in this is is a is a scare, is a uh, worried Morty. Well, it. I mean, you have more experience playing it, obviously, than I do. I do. But it was okay. It wasn't anything it, to write home about. They really wanted a Smash Brothers. That's what they wanted was a Smash Brothers clone. And yes, they did. I just don't think. I don't think you can recreate that. Maybe I'm wrong. But... I think you can because they got about as close as you can ever come. 
uh, without it being too f- similar. Uh, right. I would say that Brawlhalla got cl- got pretty close, but it, the the combat to it was far too floaty. Right, right. Uh, this one is a, about as much as you're going to get, I think. Anyway, so let me just read the story as is, and then we yes. can make comments. So, Multiversus has been removed from all digital storefronts as Warner Brothers and developer f- uh, Player First Games prepare to relaunch it next year. Last month, it was announced that the game was set to be taken offline and it would return in early 2024. On Tuesday, community manager Corey Taylor, I mean... My gosh. I mean, he's uh, he's dual wielding wow. those roles there, you know. You know, oh, wow. commu- community manager and uh, lead vocalist of Slipknot and Stone Sour. Uh-huh. That's pretty impressive. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it, I've been sitting on that one like for the last few minutes. As soon as I, I read ahead and I looked at it and I went, yeah, that's, oh, a, that's an easy joke. Oh, so, uh, yeah, Corey Taylor posted a message on the game's official Discord server informing players that the game has now been pulled from stores and its premium currency, Gleemium, ugh, oh. is now available. You're it's no longer me. available to purchase. you got to be kidding me. You know what we didn't talk about, Pete? No. Maybe we did. I don't remember. We probably did, and I don't remember, audience. Uh, Avengers going completely free. No, we didn't talk about it because I refused to. Yeah. There's a story there that we should we should make a topic of. Sunsetting games. And we'll stuff. talk. I think we do need to talk about that at some point anyway. Add it to the list. Yes. Or a very long growing okay. list. Yes, that we never remember to write anything on. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, quote. As of now, Multiverse is no longer downloadable for new players and has been temporarily moved from storefronts along with Gleemium. Gleemium is stupid. I know. You you can play online modes until June 25th before the game goes offline in preparation for launch. Uh, Response from the fan base hasn't been positive. Uh, While the Discord server's announcement channel doesn't allow replies, it does allow users to post emojis in response. And the emojis posted posted far more times than others are a skull, implying a dead game and the crying laughing emoji. Well, skull when I'm like dead laughing. Like I'm laughing so hard I'm dead. Yeah, I know. So I wonder if that's what they mean. I don't know. I'm not with the kids. Yes, but also there's there's reactions like the frog, and a grave, a grave, a heads, a tombstone. Sorry. Well, okay, the tombstone. Now, see that to me makes sense. That makes more thought- sense, and that's had five hundred and forty. Right. So, so that uh, would seem to me. Uh, there's also the L letter, which has been posted five hundred and eighty <laughs> times. So, I think that says everything you need to know about how this announcement went down. They in their took Discord. the L. <sighs> exactly. So, as Taylor noted, the game servers will remain online until 25th of June, at which point they'll be switched off. Uh, when this happens, all oh, multiverses online modes and features will be unavailable. Kieran's birthday is the 26th. Oh, okay. <laughs> so happy birthday, Kieran. Uh, is going away. Lovely. Anyway, I'm not reading any more of this. This is pointless. No. Um, do I think it's going to make a comeback? No. Wow, that's bold. <laughs> I think that they they might soft launch it. 
I don't think it's made any impact. Now, again, you and Kieran have way more insight than I would because I've never played it. But based on all the crap I read, I just don't see it. It just didn't didn't do it. It didn't move people. Uh, from my perspective, it was a nice game to play and it was fun to play a few games with Kieran and it was nice to actually get a beta code for it because they were given right. it so handily. Yes. Um, it didn't captivate my attention as much as I thought it would do. And yeah. I, I think by that time I'd played more than enough Smash and I'd had sort of... We'll I'd gotten to that, that burnout point of like playing you know, platform fighters. So I just needed a bit of a break from it and it was like every time I considered like launching it, I was just like, yeah, I'd much rather probably just go and play Smash Brothers instead. And I think that's the problem. Exactly. I think that is exactly the crux of the issue. That's why anyone that does try to make a clone of a game, and it happens so often, um, you know, if you load it up, then you're like, well, why don't I just play whatever the original was, mm. you know? Um, and I think that's exactly what has affected verse multiverses more than, than anything, as an outsider looking in. Look, I'm not uh, going to disagree because I think you're right. I think you're dead on the money there. I think that a soft launch is coming next year. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to be quite the furore that they think it's going to be. Um, despite, the, you know, it's very early, um, early popularity, let's say. I mean, it yeah. hit tournament stages. People were, like, massively hyped for it. And then within a month, then, like, they were all gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just don't think it had the longevity that it thought it would. And whilst the characters that they brought out were interesting, to say the least, I just yep. don't know if everyone is that on board with Warner Brothers, especially I mean... especially when it comes to their quite outrageous, like... Um, microtransactions in the past well oh deal i mean you have to build up in the games community with us as gamers you have to build up a kind of reputation and if you build up the wrong reputation cough cough ea you never live that down no you never get quite past that do you you don't absolutely you don't if you put out one bad game with the people who put out Forspoken, oh, I hate that word. Um, you know, they're like, they're they're done. Yeah, their they're, whole they're... studio is shutting down. Exactly. They made uh, one game in eight yeah. years, and yeah. it was Forspoken. Ugh. Which, okay, we'll do a show on that because I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> anyway. But that is my point. My point being that once you have a reputation established, negative or positive, hard to uh, get past it. It is very hard if you're known for microtransactions. Cough, cough, EA again. Even if you put out five games with no microtransactions, you're still going to have the reputation. You know. Fallen Order, Dead Space remake, Jedi Survivor. Exactly. All of those, exactly. no, no, none of that. But what is everyone going to turn around and say? Yeah. Well, EA, EA Sports, um, EA Sports FC. We all know it's going to have microtransactions in it. By I the mean, way, not was... in the news stories. <laughs> yes, but I, I've been reading a lot about uh, Jedi Survivor because it's you know something I'm interested in, and 
the jokes are always in the comments. Oh, what are the microtransactions going to be? And I don't think that they're going to... I mean, there is some cosmetic stuff, but I don't think that they're charged. I think but you have the, to earn the, them. Uh, yeah, but they're part of a deluxe package, which I think is quite oh, well, typical for EA. But, I mean, the jokes are still there. So, Warner Brothers, same thing. You know, I mean, think about... Think about the Justice or uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so done. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm gonna call it right. Multiverses is done. <laughs> okay, all right, but I want to move on to the next story because yes. we've touched upon something very interesting here that might okay. have a bit of relevance to this story. Ooh, okay. And I also hate to say, I told you so. Oh. It's an I told you so episode. I told you so on a private conversation between us a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Resident Evil 4 Remake has added microtransactions to upgrade weapons quicker. Yeah. Speaking of microtransactions. That's yeah. why I brought it up. Yeah. I what, was... Uh, sorry, what was it I said to you in private? Because I remember. You... I remember. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> I uh I believe it was oh I hope they don't do microtransactions or something. No 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 no. Uh, so I said everyone is giving so much praise to Capcom that they seem to have seemingly forgotten that their DLC practices are quite bad still. They're giving them a free pass. Or yeah, an upgrade that's ticket. You, that's what you said. And I Relevant. was like Yep. <laughs> and I was like, no, in my head. I might have said it. I'm pretty drunk right now. No, you did say uh, it, actually. That the remake of Resident Evil 2 didn't do that. Nope. So, you know, maybe this one. That's what I said. Maybe this one won't, Pete. That's exactly what I said. Uh, <laughs> and it did. It did. 100% it did. Okay. Although Nana's got a good point. Let me read. have a little looky. To be fair, it's just for mercenaries, and you can't. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. We will get to that. So, um, anyway, uh, just to, <laughs> just to prefer this by saying, uh, when you've been around Capcom's practices and you've been through the debacle that was Street Fighter Cross Tekken's twelve on disc DLC characters. Uh -huh. You've seen everything when it comes to Capcom. Oh. Yeah, I, so when we were talking about the old, we've been through the trenches. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've, ta yeah. I've, ta I've taken that bomb to the leg. I've got shrapnel still remaining, you know. I've got PTSD, <laughs> you know. Things do look, sometimes look brighter and then, and then another, another, um, uh, another Hitler comes along. Um, that's all I'm saying. So, Capcom has added microtransactions to the Resident Evil 4 remake, enabling players to pay extra to upgrade their weapons quicker. Uh, so, this is where, oh. obviously, I think Nana's talking about with the mercenaries. So, the free mercenaries, mercenaries mode DLC is added to the game today, and it's also been accompanied by 11 new pieces of paid DLC called Exclusive Upgrade Tickets, letting each player speed up the upgrade process. So, to gun enthusiasts, and this is a quote, uh, knife collectors and lovers of weapons of any and all kinds, 
the DLC oh, description reads, here's oh, your ticket to the gun show. Specifically, uh, a ticket to be redeemed at the merchant shop. With this, yeah. you'll have access to a weapon's exclusive upgrade at any time, regardless of the, we the weapon's level. Not only that, but once unlocked, the upgrade itself is free of charge. I hate that phrase. Uh, this item will be added to the treasures menu and will be available across all of your save data. Ooh. Now, price. How much did it cost? It costs $2.99 or £2.49 for each ticket. Well. So, okay. in terms of... Uh, so, in total, and it's quoted in the article, if players were to buy everything, they would get 23 upgrade tickets at a total cost of £46.05. So, the price of another game? Yes. Yeah, vaguely. Well, so here's the thing. I've been playing mobile games like cray cray. I don't know why. Maybe I need to buy an Xbox and put it upstairs. I really don't know why. Maybe. But on my Xbox, I don't really purchase DLC very often. It has to really move me. Or yeah. it has to be a cause of I really want mm -hmm. uh, Destiny. I do drop normally quite a bit on that uh, season pass uh, by any chance. Yeah, usually I get. I always get the season passes. Um, this week, obviously, this time around, I got it for free because I'm reviewing it. Yeah. Off. Um, but um, um, but outside of Destiny, I don't really drop much for DLC unless it, like I said, really moves me. Mm -hmm. On mobile, I'm just nickeling and diming like so much DLC. I was like, what is wrong? Like in my head, this week, I think I dropped five or six pounds on DLC, which yeah. doesn't seem like a lot, but when it's 99p a thing, you know, a cosmetic or whatever, I'm just like, what? So I worry. That I would be the type that this is targeted to because it's kind of almost, even though it's not, obviously it's not mobile, it has the mobile, like, that's what mobile DLC is like. Mm -hmm. Upgrade. Time savers. Yes, time savers. Exactly that. Uh, yes. Do you also remember when Assassin's Creed did this? Yes, I do. It's been likened to this. Yeah, I would... 100% agree with that. Yes. That See? Oh. Okay, do you want to know what makes this worse from someone who's actually been watching this yeah. game, like everything, and wanting to buy it now and kind of having second thoughts good. about it? I will say, it, I've been watching some Let's Players. It does yeah, look good. Me too. But yeah. uh, did yeah. you know that you can actually sell these exclusive upgrade tickets, the ones that you have bought with real money, for 70,000 pe uh, pesos? Or whatever the in-game currency is. Yeah. Or whatever the streamer that I watch uh, calls it, Butadils. Uh -huh. But. So you can sell them for 70,000 each. Just... Which basically is uh, two thirds of the way to the upgrade anyway. 
because like each up uh, sorry sorry uh, so yeah the i don't know if you've seen this in the upgrade menu or the the weapon customization menu is that uh once you go through all of the stages of each individual weapon it will ex uh, do an, an exclusive upgrade which is what these tickets can be used for to make it free of charge now the merchant sells tickets for 30 spinals Right. Now, spinals are very hard to come by in that game because it's uh, um, so, uh, or you do all of the upgrades and you pay a hundred thousand pesos for it. Oh my goodness! It's a lot of money, of course. So I can understand why they would have a, a an option for it. But my problem is, and whilst I do respect Nana's comment there, it says to be fair, it's just for mercenaries. It's not. It really isn't. It's for the main game, and it's ex and it's redeemable any time during the game on a first or a multiple playthrough, and you can do it all through the game. Yes, you can, but this essentially is Capcom's way of saying this is now pay to win. This is pay See, to complete the game. Yeah. See, that's where I start to have issues with DLC. Is um when it's like it's almost impossible to complete the game without purchasing dlc yeah i agree i have i have run into that once yeah. you hit that you're no good that's no not... you, it, you, yeah because you're nickel and diamond people to do yeah. so uh can i tell you about one of the most egregious capcom moments to do that okay asura's wrath so, Asura's Wrath is a game from the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation. Uh, it was okay. completely bat-poop insane. It was crazy. Uh, oh. It's the story of a, a godlike being taking revenge, essentially. Oh, uh, channeling his anger into destroying people. And it is cool as hell to watch, anyway. To play it probably is also quite interesting. Okay. I might have seen a VR version of that. Uh, yes, Capcom's worst mistake that they ever made was to leave the entire ending of that game behind DLC. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do that. No, they th no, they did it. They actually That's did it. So wrong. That's wrong. And now you can understand why I say I've been in the Capcom trenches. I've seen it all. I've experienced it all, and I'm. I am not convinced That's... that Capcom have changed, ever. That is so wrong. So, whilst I'm happy that Capcom are doing well for themselves with these remakes, because, believe you me, I love, I love Resident Evil 4, I'll get to that in a minute, I have never once changed my tone about their DLC practices, because they are just as bad as ever. They're not quite on-disc DLC bad. But this is still pretty egregious. That's terrible. Okay, now let me tell you about the OG Resident Evil 4. Right, okay. Everything was purchasable in the game. Right. Everything was unlocked in the game. I mean, none I vaguely remember it. None of this pre-order crap where okay. certain costumes yeah. are included with it, but not. Right. You know? Uh, and also... Here's a little thing for you, by the way, Capcom, and for anyone who's never played RE4 Original, to actually upgrade all the weapons, 
required multiple playthroughs anyway. And that was the point. It was an infinitely replayable game for various different reasons. Replayability. That's the that's yep. the key for me personally. There, yeah. So the replayability was to upgrade all the weapons, to gain all of the costumes, and then for speedrunning purposes, because you had the infinite launcher at the end. It was great. Yeah. It was good fun. But that was half the joy of it. I feel like these microtransactions take away the actual joy of spending time with the game, especially with the treasure system and new, doing the new things that they've done with the treasure system actually like takes a lot of that away because a lot of that is a grind. Like actually searching the village, the castle and everywhere mm-hmm. for treasures is yeah, one that. of the most fun aspects of the game. I'm not gonna lie, we've talked about this before, many, many times before. When it comes to games, especially Destiny, speaking of Destiny, I love grinding. I've never had a problem with grinding. I grinded, grounded, grounded, ground, uh, ground, uh, Final Fantasy VII because uh, I had bought the discs used and the third disc was scratched. Oh, God. So all I could do. And then by the time I got like a new copy, I was so OP. I was so OP. And that was like my first real serious game. So I learned from there. Yeah, just grind. And, you know, so I love grinding in games. I I know that some people are turned off by that. But then that's why they have microtransactions is because there is a portion of the Mm. uh, that hates grinding, which I just don't get that. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's so much fun to see the little progress bars go up. Yep. That's because I'm on. That too. Right, so that's the shorter news out of the way. That took a lot longer than I ever thought it would. Yeah, I know. Now, We're biggest, an hour now almost like the biggest stories might took a li- might take Ooh. a little bit more time because anyway, no. no, this one could also be considered shorter. Something okay. that we something that we've been asking for for quite a while, by the way. Okay. A cheaper one terabyte Xbox Series expansion card is on the way. Yeah, about bloody oh. time. Go ahead and read the story, and then I'll... I shall. So, a new 1TB Western Digital expansion card for Xbox Series consoles has appeared online, and it's much cheaper than its competitors. Yeah, uh, the Western w- Digital. Yes, it is. Uh, Very affordable. Very good. Let, uh, I will get to that in a while. Okay. <laughs> uh, the WD uh, Black C50 expansion card for Xbox appeared over the weekend on Best Buy's website. However, it is currently unavailable for purchase. So that's a product listing then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the item would expand storage by one terabyte. Uh, when the Xbox Series consoles were first launched in 2020, they brought with them a proprietary memory card system, and that was Seagate. Yeah, so, which is the other one. Yeah. yeah, so at launch, there was a one terabyte, two terabyte, and 512 card, as stated in the article, manufactured by Seagate, was offered. This new card will seemingly set players back $179.99, so around 145 quid, significantly cheaper than Microsoft's one terabyte offer offering, which retails for $220 and is rarely in stock. Ah. So while oh, both yeah. series consoles offer other forms of memory expansion or the ability to store games on third-party hard drives, what makes the expansion card unique is fully compatible with Xbox's quick resume feature. 
meaning that games yeah. can be stored in a playable state directly on the expansion cards rather than typical USB uh, hard drives and leaving them in what they call cold storage. Yes. So anyway, that's kind of boring. I'm not carrying on with that. Yeah, but... I mean, yes. But every time we say that, it ends up being like our biggest episode. You notice that, right? <laughs> True. But, um... It's crazy to think... Okay, so here's what I was going to say. I think I'm ready to buy an Xbox Series... Was it S? X. X. So you got the Series S at the moment because okay. it's five, got to 5.12. Yeah. I can, like, put four games on there. I have, like, Destiny, Halo, Overwatch, and... Which is a bad idea because, like, Halo and Destiny are massive games. It, well, that's the point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't even play Halo like ever now. So disappointed. That's another show. Um, but I have a lot to say about Halo. Um, so I've considered, you know, upgrading to an Xbox Series X. X. Okay. Um, and taking it upstairs and hooking it up to the projector, uh, as opposed to down here, because. Just because of the whole pure memory. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm very, very glad that Xbox offers a, you know, lower price, more affordable option for people. Mm -hmm. um, I will always respect that because I've been that poor kid who couldn't afford an Xbox. Um, and I had to work, like, really, really hard and put it on what we call layaway. I don't think you have an equivalent of that here. I'm not sure. Uh, layaway is higher purchase. I guess so, except that with layaway, you don't get to actually have it. You put it, you know, they put it aside for you until oh, you pay it off. Oh, right, okay. Oh, it sucks so bad. <laughs> but, um, um... Oh, don't worry, <laughs> Nana. I I could I could rant for a good hour, uh, and maybe we will. <laughs> but um, but having said that, so the I'm very glad they make an affordable version. I almost think that the memory on this Xbox S is a joke, um, because it's only digital, as you know. Which is fine, because I do love digital. But you literally, you can have, like, one major game. And then you can play your little tiny games, like, let's say, uh, Subnautica, which I love. Or Goat Simulator. Or Goat Simulator. But then you have to delete it and put your next game on. I don't like doing that. So, they, you know, partnered with Seagate, which is a very, very common you know, partnership, but Seagate's very, very expensive. Western Digital is much more affordable and more reliable, in my personal opinion. Oh, well, I'm glad you said that. Oh, right, okay, why? <laughs> because every time I have owned a Western Digital external hard drive, mm -hmm. every single one has broken. Oh, no! <laughs> every single one. And do you want to know what I did with them? Nothing. Oh, they didn't even move. They stayed in the same spot. The, okay. Uh, this is why I've now gone to SSDs because HDDs are yeah. terrible. 
They are so temperamental. Yeah. I have had so many external hard drives over the years that have just yeah. like they. Ha- it's always the same problem as well. Always the same. It's always trying to load something and it's the clicking, yeah. the stupid little clicking thing. Okay, so Pete's not wrong. Pete's not wrong. Uh, if you sell the high seas and you have a library of videos to watch movies and tv as some of us do you know you're not wrong pete (laughs) my western digital drives do fail quite frequently quite frequently i hate saying that because they're the affordable option seagate is so expensive but you know what sometimes that's reliable well, the stupid, stupid saying, you get what you pay for. I hate that saying, but sometimes it's accurate. And yes, my Seagate drives haven't failed me, but my Western Digital has. Pete, I can't believe I have to admit that. I know, um, I can't even remember what kind of uh, portable SSD I've got in my uh, in my computer at the moment. But let oh it be God. known, it hasn't moved an inch and it's still working perfectly fine. Oh, my SSD is definitely Seagate. Um, I yeah. think we talked about actually. I am here. sure we did. I'm pretty sure that I've got a Seagate um, SS, um, NVMe in, in the computer, and it actually works pretty damn well. Yeah. I mean, I can't deny that. Uh, I just, like, I'm so pro-consumer. And the problem is when you do start getting affordable products for, you know, people... Your quality does go down. I agree, yeah, but I I think in this situation it's nice to have a bit more of a choice in terms of the um, hey, be- yeah. uh, mainly because this is because um, I think in this instance I think that Microsoft probably wouldn't have partnered with anyone else really, so they yeah. partnered with Seagate, and what it appears to be is that clearly was a partnership that was like had an exclusivity deal for probably about two years. Yes, um, I agree with that. Or two and a half years now at this point. Oh, right. Um, right. So there was probably some exclusivity with Seagate. Um, now being the fact that these are proprietary format, Microsoft yeah. will have a bit more of a hand in terms of the uh, quality assurance stage. Well, you know, and that's a good thing. Like, oh gosh, we're getting into some sticky areas, but... Look, it's only going to get worse later, let's just tell you. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes... Oh, gosh, I don't want to say this. But sometimes, if you go by the market, monopolies can... Oh, that's going to be very bad if I say that. But just put it this way. If you put out high-quality products, people are going to buy them, and they're going to continue to buy them. That's what I'll say. I'll save yes. myself. From Have you noticed how pretty much every podcaster now uses the same microphone? Yes, the same Makes microphone. And uh, what's that thing called? I forget. It's the push button thing. We oh, the Stream Deck. A... Yeah, Stream Deck. Uh, I think uh, Squash Josh reviewed it yes. for us, actually. Um, I kind of want one, but I don't know why I want one. It's so unnecessary for us. It's not like we have transitions or anything, is it? Exactly. Um, Not unless you're hoping to take up up the production value of the show. 
Uh, we will one day because I do want to. I've had lots of thoughts on that. Yeah, um, me too. I know you have. I know. Um, but anyway, I said all of that really to say that I really am upgrade. So tired. Like, I love my Xbox. It, I'm so, so glad that. But you have to remember, I am a Microsoft fangirl. Unashamed, unabashed. Uh, but I am so glad that they released a more affordable version, which, again, I bought it because I live on an island, and we couldn't get, we definitely couldn't get the PS5s, and then it was very, very hard to get an Xbox, Xbox Series, whatever. X. X. Uh, but now they're a bit more available. Uh, so I'm kind of ready. I think I'm ready for one. Oh, I'll be honest with you. I'm ready. I probably would get an expansion. Yeah. I'm tempted. But, I'm kind of tempted so, by getting one before I, you know, go now, into Now, see, Pete, that, that's a, a, a good question, actually, because you are not the biggest promoter of digital media. Um, you like physical media. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not just that you don't have one or the other. But with the Xbox Series X, how have you found it as far as as memory goes? Do you do you really need an expansion? Okay, this is a criticism from them both. Them both. Right? Yes, okay. Not enough storage. Right, okay. Games, okay. games are getting bigger, but the storage capacities are getting Ooh. smaller. Mmm, good point. So I look at a game like Halo, that when we had that on there, I had that on the Xbox, that's nearly 100 gigs. It is, it is, Um, it is, it is. Just downloading any game from Game Pass, regardless of whether or not I like physical or digital, that's all digital, I'm afraid. That's going to take up hard drive space. Yeah. Um, If I wanted to download, let's say, Warzone, yeah, that's 150 gigs gone, straight up. Yeah. Because I can't just download Warzone. I have to download freaking Call of Duty Modern Warfare as well with it. What a waste of time. But, right. Uh, you know. So, yeah. Uh, there's not enough storage. Absolutely not. That's why I'm tempted by the expansion. Because, uh, yeah, there's not enough in them regardless. Even though it's a one gig. So, uh, one terabyte, sorry. Weird. Yeah, one terabyte. I knew, I knew what you meant. but Yeah. I had to clarify before I got comments. Yeah, cause we would, but it's so crazy to me, Pete, to think that okay, Pete and I are the same age. Well, Pete's a little bit older. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't make me reveal but, your birthday. No, please don't. Um, well, I'm then just, stop yeah, calling me old. Yes, I'm such a young <laughs> flower. Um, I haven't yet. Not according reached... to her, that business website I told oh, you. Oh gosh, yes, forty-five <laughs> or whatever. Um, I was thinking that the other day. Um, anyway, that's not my point. Pete and I have lived through different capacity. We've, and we've seen things. We've seen things. <laughs> and it's so funny to go from the Xbox 360, where you could play Oblivion, which I'm now newly obsessed with again. I think I'm going to play Oblivion. Oh, I don't know why. Sakes. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but... Oblivion, like I had Oblivion and Fallout 3 installed and Halo 3, all three of those installed. I mean, you still have to play them from the disc, but you know what I mean? You could still, you could, you mm-hmm. can install it. 
actually install them so that they quick loaded or something. Yep. Um, and we never needed expand. I don't remember needing an expansion for Xbox 360. Fact, the yeah. The first expansion I needed was the Xbone, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, the only that... expansion I ever needed when it came to the Xbox 360 was when a man red ringed of death. Oh gosh! So I went I from the old uh, the old yeah. 20 gig uh, HDD, you know, the one that yeah. sat on yes. top, yes. Uh, to the old Xbox Slim where you had it in oh, the back and yeah. it had a 250 gig hard drive in there. Oh, what a banger! Because I oh never, ever, ever, ever had to ever delete any game, even though I'd stopped playing no, it. No, exactly. It yes. was superb. I, I had all my Xbox Live Arcade games on there. Yes. Or everything oh God, that I had on yes. a disc. Everything was on that console. <laughs> so for the people who don't know, because apparently we're old or whatever, um, I had... The Doritos 3D game. Doritos Crash Course. I knew you were yeah. going to mention that because I was going to mention the same. And guess what else I had? The Ford Yaris. What the heck? They made games for everything back then. Yes, they and did. Good and old Doritos Ford... Crash Course 1 and 2. Still playable, <laughs> by the way, on the series consoles. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, Pete, that reminds me. We're going to stray from the topic just for two seconds. Um, but I have been seeing this all week, well, two weeks now, and I meant to ask you. I was actually going to tag you. So, Scott Pilgrim, did you see that they are making... Of course I freaking did. <laughs> With the original <laughs> cast. What do you think about that, Pete? Uh, I will reserve judgment until I watch it. I'll tell you what. Okay. Oh, typical Pete answer. <laughs> but the announcement was cool as hell. It was really cool. And it's cool to see that the original voices, I mean, the original actors are coming back for Yes, it. they are. Uh, I just worry about... No, 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 no. Let's not do ah. that. Let's not do that. <laughs> That's another episode. No, no. Oh. I was I was going to say something, but then it would have been chased up by the words of, is this a personal attack or something? Oh, goodness. <laughs> no, to be fair... To be fair, mm -hmm. sorry, I'm just going to put my cards on the table. I hate Brie Larson as an actress now. I don't I, think she's that good. She's she, changed she, since Yes, then. but she yes. was fantastic in Scott Pilgrim. She was so... And she was gorgeous. Envy. She yeah. was beautiful. Exactly, like, but now I worry about her casting. She has well. definitely changed as an actress. I will agree with you there. Uh, so has Chris Evans. He has, but I think he's gotten better personally. But that's I don't me. think so. Also, Brandon Ruth, uh, who is also in Chuck, for those who don't know, in yes. season three. They do make a reference to Superman in season three, by the way. I'm uh, not surprised. Yeah. Um, I have never, so funny, I've never liked Brandon Ruth. I just can't. And I uh, think I've never been the biggest fan of him, but we'll get into that another time. Yeah, we will talk about... Scott Pilgrim. When I know we've happens. got two other yeah. stories to cover. One of them is uh, okay. sorry. Both are particularly large stories that require well, a fair bit of attention. We're at an hour and a half. <laughs> Nearly an hour. Well, it's an hour and twelve minutes. Let's see. Yes. Okay. I uh, do. I go with uh, heavy story, or do I go with story uh, where I told you so? 
Um, let's do I told you so because the heavy story is probably going to take a pretty big bulk. Okay, I will. Um, I will read this exactly as is from our okay. document as wrote this morning by me. Oh yes. yes. E3 is dead. Rip. Yes. Although I have to correct, I have to correct something. I said Ford Yaris. I meant Toyota Yaris. Oh yeah, yes, you, you are correct. Yeah, I didn't funny. even pick up on that. Time. But E3 is dead. Something that we have proclaimed for a year now, an absolute year. Mm. Let me read the story as is. Oh, okay, because I have so, stuff to say. So E3 has been cancelled. So that was the headline. Uh, the e the 2023 Electronic Entertainment Expo. Does anyone ever remember that that's the full name? I do forget until I hear it, and then it's like, oh, right. Has been cancelled. Uh, the Entertainment Software Association, also known as the ESA, suck a dick. Uh, um, yep. And show organizer Repop uh, have released a statement saying that the planned event in June will no longer go ahead. So this is a quote. This was a difficult decision because all the effort we and our partners put... <laughs> Fuck, it can't even take that seriously. I'm sorry. Uh, we cannot. <laughs> it's a load of bunk. So our, our partners put... <laughs> I can't even get through this statement. This is utter crap. Uh, towards making this event happen, but we... Oh, but we had to do what was right for the industry and what's right for E3. What's right for the industry is that you get the hell out. Uh, anyway, um, I'm not I'm not editorialising. Sorry, apologies. Uh-huh. Uh, we appreciate and understand that interested companies would, wouldn't have playable demos ready and the resourcing challenges oh, made being at yeah. E3 this summer an obstacle that we, they, they couldn't overcome. That's the reason... Yeah, for those who didn't, who who did commit to E3, we're sorry. We can't put a show a showcase, put on the showcase you deserve and that you've come to expect from Repop's event experiences. Hmm. Anyway, I am not going into the vast majority of this because this is just going over the same crud. It's beating a literal dead horse. Um. Uh, it, essentially, at that point, uh, you know, yes. Well, like, even last year, a little bit more than a year ago, I guess, or a little bit less, I don't know, we did a series of videos. It was me, you, and Kieran. Mm-hmm. Kieran's last appearances. The good old days. Good old days that I miss terribly. Um, we actually titled it, in quotations, E3, because even then we knew. We knew before then. E3 is dead. We've said that. And, like, don't get me wrong. I never want people to misunderstand. I do love E3, like I said last week. I do have memories of E3. I do have that same memory that everyone has, or that same thought of, one day I'm going to go, I'm going to get a ticket, and I'm going to go. Um, I really wanted to, you know, since it was me a too. little bit. Yeah. Like I said, my first E3 that I ever watched was the one about Bioshock, where they did the water. They were explaining Good the water. So that was 2006, then? Yeah, it would have to be. I was fascinated. Um, absolutely blew my mind. And then I watched, after that, I tuned in every year. Mm. Um, that's when I started to get really hardcore into the ind gaming industry. Having said that, Pete and I, and Kieran, um, have said... 
for like two years now. EA, is, uh, EA, E3 is dead. We've said that. And people, they don't want to accept it because they don't want, because of nostalgia. I agree. Uh, I think, to, to me, lockdown Rushed screwed it. them. Big yeah. time. I mean, I think it was already going down, but yeah, I think lockdown rushed it. Let's rushed be it. let's be honest here. The last full show that they had that was any resounding success, and I say success, uh-huh. and the muted territory here, because okay. whilst 2019 could be seen as a, a successful E3 event. I, this, this was also the same year where Sony had yeah. essentially given up the ghost, yep. the ghost of Tsushima. Oh, boo! And um, they um, they left The Last of Us in a tent. Yeah, remember that. Uh, are these uh, these bad game puns making any difference to you? They're terrible, Pete. I know. That's why I'm doing. They're highlighting. Them. They're highlighting the terribleness. That is E3. <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, it was oh. until the dawn of the event. Oh, God. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, so, yeah. that, that... the horizon. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice for you to join the party. Um, see, it's fun, isn't it? Air, oh, dear. Anyway, uh... so, yeah. Th- th- my point was, before I started devolving into stupidity... Was oh that that E three event was seen as a success until See, everyone watched it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never felt that way. And then, and then, and then, and then the ESA leaked the names of pretty much every single bloody journalist that, makes- that ever that, that was there. But wasn't that 2018 or was that 2019? I'm sure that was 2019. I want to say that was 2019 because I thought people were going into 2020 with a bit of trepidation and then was like, oh yeah, it's been cancelled. Maybe. I know that was a huge nail in the coffin. It might not have been the final nail, but it was the biggest. Um, Because... 2019. Okay, I honestly thought it was I thought it was 2018, but Pete's verified. Uh, from uh, so gamesindustry.biz, August 5th, 2019, ESA has previously leaked media details for E3. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that happened. Cannot was, believe also, that. Also, Jesus Christ, I have got a really good memory for this kind of thing. You really do. Um, Sony pulled out quickly after that. Because, they did? Yeah, that was a big deal. Uh, and I've also made many comments before that if Nintendo are the first to withdraw from anything, you know something sucks. You did say that. You actually <laughs> said that on air on this. Um, because that was the thing. So lockdown happened. Uh, and then we saw Nintendo's Direct. And then we saw Bethesda Microsoft Showcase. And then we saw PlayStation... State of Play. Whatever they're called. Yeah, State of Play. And they were all successful. And then, yes, the lovely Jeff, who Pete can't stand, uh, <laughs> did his Summer Games Fest. <laughs> to be honest with you, this is where... Look, I don't particularly get along with Jeff Keighley. I have... Like, he's not my fan. I'm not a fan of his. I'm sure he's oh, not a fan gosh. of me, if he was to ever know who I was. He's um so 
but to be honest I, I i'd love to have a conversation a forward frank and honest discussion with him about some of the things he does in the games industry because i don't agree with it <laughs> but the fact that he was willing to dance on the grave of e3 whilst giving it praise almost two minutes after it was announced was a bit much it's a hustler for you <laughs> Oh, I'm sad that E3 is gone. I was there from the very beginning. Summer Games Fest! It's like, oh, shut God. up, man. Shut up. Did there is a time, there's a goddamn time and a place to advertise your your event, and this is not one of them. Did you see that picture of him being 15 and adorable? Yes, but I didn't think he was adorable. <laughs> well, of course not, but I did. It's like, oh, 15-year-old 15, 15 uh -huh. Jeff. Oh, it. look, it's mini Sheely about to evolve into big Sheely. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so funny. I can't help it. I love that. But ultimately, we called it. We called it early on. We called it early days. We said lockdown is going to make this happen. Make mm. it, you know die faster die a death faster and it did it a hundred percent there was no point because you can go back and you can look and you can see us we live streamed a lot of those showcases and stuff like that i wish we'd do that again at some point i want to do uh, it again no we do you, you do know that there is here. you do know there is only one thing one company that we haven't actually done it for of the big three and i'm starting to wonder if there's a bit of bias here oh is it nintendo yeah, every time a Nintendo Direct comes up, you do not want to get involved. I know, it's because I don't know anything. No, it's look, not. Look, it's, I'll be honest, it's probably best it was best that we don't because most of the time people overhype them anyway. Yeah, well. All I know is we did do those and we had a lot of fun. I do miss them. So um, but, but because they were so good, we were able to call the death of E3. Um, it was very obvious, you know? And yes, there is a sadness there. Never think that there isn't. There's a lot of nostalgia. Pour one out for the homies. Thank um, you. I'm glad you got that. Yeah. Uh, Pete up turned his teacup. Uh, for our listeners out there. Uh, that's the British Sorry, completely forgot that it's, you know, audio format. Yeah, exactly. That's because Kieran's not here. God damn it, Kieran, you need to remind me. I know exactly. Get back. Um, but the point is, like, we really did. We enjoyed E3, but we also called it. Uh, and it's I sad. Love... It's very sad. Never think that it's not sad. But we have to progress. We have to move on. We have to move forward. Yeah. So yeah. just just as a closer to this, um, every time that a new that a company decided to pull out of this year's first, it was Microsoft. Then it was Nintendo. Yeah. Then it was well, first it was sorry, first it was Sony. Then well, it was Mike. Then it was say. Nintendo. Then it was Microsoft, and then it was mm -hmm. Ubisoft. Yeah. So every time they kept saying that, like, every time a new one came in and a new comment came in in the Discord, I I kept saying the same thing: E3 is dead. E3 is dead. E3 is dead. But. Literally, we've been saying it for two years. Um, yeah, I've been saying it for, for that, probably that long. You absolutely I, have. We I've, have, as a podcast, we've been saying yeah, it. Yeah, so. but, but it was um, but it was my comment at the very end one where they just, I think when Ubisoft pulled out or Microsoft pulled out, where I said E3 is going the way of the dodo. Yeah, I mean, it just is. 
And we said this a few weeks ago. I don't remember who was on the show when we said it, but we said that, you know, E3 in its current incarnation cannot sustain. I think that was when Ubisoft pulled out. Yeah, I think Richard was on. Yeah. I think that was on at the time. Um, And we said it has to evolve. It has to become something else or it's it's not going to survive. So hopefully they'll go away and... It's like, oh no, I'm very drunk, I can tell. So, U2, which is a band, at the end of their album, Rattle and Home, they did a video presentation and they said, we're going to go away and we're going to come back and we're dreaming it up all again. And they came out with uh, Octoon Baby, which was like their biggest hit, biggest album ever. That's what E3 needs to do. They need to go away. And dream them up, dream it up all again, and then come back with something bigger. They need their yeah. octone baby, and they need their octone baby. I know people hate Bono, but I don't care. I love him. <laughs> but I do. I often think of that phrase, and that phrase fits so perfectly for E3. I have to go away and dream it up all again. Um, and that's what E3 needs to do. It, it's Agreed. got to. It's got to change. Uh, it cannot continue in its current incarnation i agree so i'm actually hopeful to see what they become i think they will become something they have to but in the meantime i do have cutie jeff Keeley. Um, well i'm just gonna say this and i'm saying it again i will reiterate for the audience e3 is dead it is dead. It i is don't dead. think it's ever ever coming back i if if they get some good brains in there and can evolve like a Pokemon, they'll be back. But in their current incarnation, absolutely not. They cannot continue the way that they are. Nope. No. Well, don't. they can't continue without any, any you know, big names. Anyway. No, of course they can't. It's so sad, though. Can we talk about how sad it is for two seconds? Because, like, okay, so I used to really, 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 really be into uh, Mabim Bam which is my brother, my brother, yes, yes. and me. I used to talk about them all the time on here. I know, then they went is... a little bit weird, and I couldn't quite chill with them. They weren't my favorite podcast anymore. But they did an E3 thing, and it just was like the joy of being there and eating the chicken tendos and <laughs> being like around all of those big-name you know, game companies. Mm-hmm. Uh and stuff like that it's just like i wanted to experience that so bad and i am very sad that that doesn't me too exist i do think that pete and i should try to go to gamescom 100%. yes 100 <laughs> percent. we need to try and do that uh if not this year next year for sure um we actually should pete i'm not uh, joking i think i've always wanted to do that or tokyo game show that next year like, there's no reason why we couldn't. It's Germany. It's not that far away. But uh, it's money. not like... Well, yeah. Okay, so you are adulting. That's true. <laughs> but um, but watching those old videos, and they are on YouTube. You can go watch any of them. The hype is so cool. Like, just... If you have a passion for video games, which both Pete and I very much do, like, E3 is just a 
effing it. It is just like so There's, hype. Look, there was a reason why they used to call it Gamer Christmas. It was a hundred percent gaming Christmas, a hundred percent. And I miss it already. Me too. So we'll have to be happy with Jeff Keighley for now. For now. For now. Who knows? Maybe I can come up with something. You know. <laughs> Still waiting on that con. Oh, believe me, I've been thinking. I've been thinking. Let's discuss that another time. Yeah. But anyway, the next final story. It's a big one. Speaking of things that probably need to change. Oh dear. Games industry is going backwards following alleged GDC attacks. Women's in game. Women in games CEO says. Now this isn't yeah. the first. These these have only just started coming out over the last few days. It's not the first yeah. time I've been hearing this though. Yeah. Quite a worrying state of affairs again from the vi- from the video games industry. So let's get on with it. Um, yes. Full disclosure: this might uh, include some some references to things that might cause a bit of offence or trigger. So be warned. Uh, Games industry organisation Women in Games has said that the industry is going backwards following a series of alleged attacks that took place during the adjacent uh, during events adjacent to this year's Game Developer Conference, also known as GDC. In a statement on the official Women in Games website, CEO uh, Marie Claire uh, Iserman. Sorry if I pronounced your name incorrectly. I would say it. Iserman, I think. um, uh, said, none of this is okay. None of this should be happening. Uh, Eastman then called on GDC's organisers to work with women in games so that we can help to make these events safe spaces for all. Uh, following, following the 2023 event, allegations of reports of attacks circulated on social media. Uh, so this is a quote. Few could have read the recent press reports coming out of GDC about abuse of women attending the event without recoiling in horror. Uh, drinks being spiked, women being belittled and undermined, being hit on relentlessly, harassment reported on the show floor, and two women being lured to a hotel room for a pitch and being assaulted. Uh, We are very upset to hear that some people, especially women, report concerning experiences during a GDC week at off-site events, including assault and drink spiking. This is outrageous and unacceptable. Everyone has the right to feel safe. Marie-Claire Ismail Eastman, so apologies again, uh, concluded her statements by writing that when the day comes that that a woman at a global games conference doesn't have to wonder whether she'll be safe when she's doing uh she has a business meeting alone with a man that's when our work will be done so uh i will just finish reading the story off and then we'll discuss until then we must pull together and fight to put an end to this type of behavior being somehow acceptable harassment abuse and assault of any kind online and in person must be called out and we urge the organisers of GDC and all other industry expos and conferences to work with women in games so that they can help make them uh, help them make these events safe spaces for all. What to say? <laughs> Sorry, uh, you briefly cut out. Ah, stupid microphone. 
It's fine. It said that I have a lot to say about this. Oh, I didn't uh, know if you said you had nothing to say about this. I was like, oh, oh no. Cool. Uh, uh, well, uh, I believe the floor is yours. Uh, you take it away. Don't. Mostly, here's what it comes down to. Now, I do preface almost everything I say on here with the fact that I am autistic. So, my experience is not going to be a typical female experience. Um, mm. I'm not a typical female. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> but I legit am not. Um, nice trick. But, yeah. Um, I don't understand some of these things that have, that happen. I I too I've had my drink spiked before. Um it's very alarming, it's very upsetting. Um and it, and it's weird because the guy that spiked it, I probably would have totally like gone out on a date with him and chatted and we could have been a thing. Um although I don't think that's why guys spike drinks. I think they spike it for immediate reasons i don't know i'm gonna be honest i don't know i was very very lucky can i that... be look i'm just gonna say this there's a reason yeah. why they call it date rape oh right okay see that makes sense pete actually um luckily i had a friend with me which as cool and individualistic as i am and pro like I don't need no man, <laughs> that kind of you, thing. At that I, time, unfortunately, you did. I was going to say, anytime you're a female, even if you're a strong, independent female like myself, don't go out by yourself. I, I know that's terrible to say. You know what? You probably shouldn't go out by yourself if you're a dude either. Actually, I think that goes for both genders. Okay. Let me yeah. tell you this then. Now, this isn't reserved just to females because this actually happened mm -hmm. to a male friend of mine too. Uh, mm -hmm. He went out on a night out in a local, uh, in a town local to myself. Uh, he uh, felt weird, let's say, had a yeah. drink, felt a bit weird, you, and yeah. then uh, pa You'll then know. passed out in a ditch. And two hours mm -hmm. later, basically, was being kicked awake by someone, basically going, "What the hell's going on? Are you all right?" Right. See, and that's has why no recollection of anything that oh. happened previous to that. If I hadn't had my friend with me, I would have no... I don't have a recollection of that night. Uh, thank goodness she was there and she helped me get in a taxi and all of those things. Um, so it does happen to male and females. And I hate saying this, but if you are going to a con or a GDC even, you do need to be aware of that because you're meeting with large amount of people. Mm-hmm in a large amount of people I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't matter what gender I mean yes typically the female gender is seen as the weaker easily preyed on gender but I actually don't think that it's necessarily one over the other no. you have a buddy system in place which is terrible to say um, but this is specifically about women in gaming um I, it's very difficult for me because, again, anything I say is being filtered from the lens of I'm autistic, which already makes me different from the typical female. I'm also nearly six foot tall. I can also bench press nearly my own weight, which is insane, by the and way. And you could basically twist most guys up like a pretzel. 
I can, as long as I'm not drugged, because apparently when I'm drugged, I'm <laughs> fine. Uh, again, thank goodness my friend was there. Um, but the the but having said all that, so I do speak from a, a position of privilege that I realize most women don't have. Um, but having said that, this was very disappointing to read. I also read this as well. Um, I mean, before I read everything Pete puts in the list, but I actually saw this before. No, I, well. I, I, I there was a reason why we brought this up because obviously yeah. I've been hearing about this too. I don't understand. I I don't understand full stop. Now, again, being autistic, I don't understand a lot of things, especially anything relating to emotions or interactions between the male-female dynamic. Because with me, I've always been... I'm a, I've been in sports since I was 20 years old. Well, 19, 1920. Um... Not nineteen twenty, but nineteen or twenty years old. Yeah, I gathered as <laughs> what you meant there. And uh, because of my strength and my dedication to sport or whatever, men tend to respect me. Um, I do have to work a little bit harder to get their respect, to earn their respect. But ultimately, I'm kind of just accepted. You know, um, they don't talk quite bad around me as they talk about. I talk around bad around each other i've discovered i've discovered that's a whole thing locker room talk as they call it mm -hmm. <laughs> which i would never like destroy that that's a whole dude thing that i don't get um maybe if i was like a lesbian or something i'd understand it but i don't so i just bow out of that and they don't talk that way in front of me anyway um so it's very hard for me to understand something like gdc where the women are viewed not as equals, but as targets. And I don't, I don't get it. Now, no, I don't get it. That is full stop. Yeah, just a full stop to it. I don't understand the behavior too. I, I don't. And I know Pete doesn't either. I really do know that. Uh, having talked to Pete and stuff, um, he can't offer me any more insight because these people are demented. They are in a whole nother world that then Pete and I understand. Um, I, I think, I don't think though that this is, how do I say this? I don't think it's just GDC. I think these people are messed up anyway, it's... whether they game developers or not regardless of yeah. who they are there's something seriously yeah. wrong with them if they want to invite people to a hotel room for a game pitch to then go and assault them there there is something seriously wrong in your head to do that i really don't understand that um like for me i'm very simplistic as as pete knows i'm very like almost juvenile in my thought processes especially where relationships are concerned so it's very very difficult for me to think why don't you just bring her flowers and ask her out on a date why do you have to drug her but then i get told that that's not what these these people necessarily are going for so it's it's just it's very me it is very out of the ordinary for me i don't understand 
the the, pro- yeah. the the problem is is that these kinds of people they're not looking for relationships they're looking for instant and instant gratification based solely on a heinous disgusting action that they are planning on doing and they get off to that and i don't agree with it there are some pretty sick disgusting people out there that i can't get on board with um in this instance you know me I don't mm-hmm. usually like to say to name and shame, but yeah. if you know who yeah. they are, name and shame them because they don't deserve to be in the video games industry. In fact, they don't even deserve to have freedom. They deserve to be incarcerated for what they have done. That is, whatever they've done is disgusting, and I can't agree with it. Like, the only thing I will say about this one is that re- regardless of anywhere that you go, whether or not it is a trusted event with people or out to a pub or a bar with people that you may not know, just always have your wits about you, always think, always be careful. And that's not, vic- I'm not saying that's victim blaming at all. I'm just saying, make sure you have your wits about you, regardless of who you are, what you are, or how you identify. Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I think that as Pete has, uh, has expressed, even dudes can be targeted. Um, you know, when it comes to that kind mm. of criminal behavior. So always have a buddy system in place. It's disappointing that it happened at GDC, but honestly, I think that if if you're at any big collection of humans, meeting place of humans, I, I think it, 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 your risk goes up. Can I also I think- be perfectly honest and say one last yeah. thing on this one? And I don't want to sound like the uh, the sour note here because I'm the one person who doesn't. But it's always when alcohol was involved, too. Oh, yes. Pete, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, in fact, I was thinking the other day, and I think it was because I read this headline. So in university, I wrote a paper uh, that was talking about how women have to take a bit of responsibility not to not be victims please don't misunderstand me that's not what i'm saying but it is very very difficult to be a female and go and drink to where you're do lolly and then not have someone not have a buddy my whole paper that i wrote in yeah. university was about system and that's why i push that so hard uh because i'm an individualistic person i don't Mm -hmm. tend to have a buddy system in place and that has backfired obviously and except for when i did have my buddy and she saved my es which is good Uh, yes because i was absolutely drugged um and she got me out of there yes um so it may be awful to have to say this and i agree that it's awful to have to say this but if you're female or male, I don't care, or any gender in between. If you're going to have a large gathering of people, especially where alcohol is involved, because Pete is absolutely correct. Buddy system. Just a hundred percent buddy system. I'm sorry. Maybe that's setting us back. I don't know. But I just think that having a buddy there that is mm. gonna look out for you. Yep. If you don't have a go, just don't go. And that's male or female, I don't care. Or in between. To a certain um, degree, I would agree with that. Look, there has been so yeah. many uh, numerous nights where I have lost a lot of sleep. Mm. 
because I have decided to sit up and wait, even though I'm not out with them, because my partner no. is out, and mm-hmm, I'm concerned mm-hmm. that she gets home okay. Yes. And I'm always available for a phone call if she needs it, or for me to rush out if I need it. That's what I'm there for. 100% would tell you, before, I think, I think the last time I went out, out was 2019. Um, because lockdown happened, and yeah. I aged out club going which really makes me sad on one hand um because it just took my last days of my youth away but the point being that um yeah i up until the point that i was drugged i would have like you know been like oh yeah uh that never happens that only happens in papers or movies or it doesn't happen to people i know Yeah, or oh, you're just making it up because that never happens. You oh, it's it a sati- oh, it will never happen to me. It's a statistical anomaly. Exactly. When it did happen to me, I was absolutely floored because I'm like big and strong, and who would drug me? Well, it turns out this tiny little guy did. Um, he was really cute, and I really liked him, but he decided to go that way, mm. take that, which angers me on so many levels believe Um, me when i found out about my friend i was really angry about it too yeah absolutely look i wanted to i wanted to find out who it was and take names well this is how my my friend was she was absolutely all right and you know she she did you know put him in his place and she got me in a taxi and i got home safe and good uh, but uh but it I hate to say this because I'm such an empathetic person, but until it happened to me, I didn't think that it actually happened. Does that make sense? No, because I kind of was there myself until I'd heard a couple of stories because one of them... So the first one I heard was one of Rachel's friend's sisters happened to her and then two weeks later happened to my mate and I'm like, oh, jeez. And it was was in a very similar location as well. Yeah, well... We don't, like, over here in Belfast, we don't have a lot of clubs to choose from. So you could guess really easily which club I was in. Um, but, very easily. Uh, but, again, I want to reiterate, this is male and female and everywhere in between. This is not, this particular thing that we're talking about, being drugged. Please have a buddy in place. Please do. Um hate saying that about something like GDC, but anywhere where you're going to have a large gathering of people and alcohol, it doesn't or, or matter. Any, I will reiterate as well, any any substance that will lose your inhibition. Yes. Yes, Pete, you're correct. Because that was brought uh, up, think... because Nana put, to be fair, it's not alcohol, it's something else usually. I yeah, have, I'm not going to com- completely agree. Because, well, you know, there are some substances <laughs> out there that are fun yeah that just chill people out uh, no but it well, no let's be honest there when it comes to any kind of substance always use with caution proceed with care yes. or never go to excess and just have your wits about you it's not well it's not hard to turn around and say just if you think you can get away with having one more drink and be not fine just don't risk it sometimes like, let's say uh, Pete and I do go to Gamescom, and we will eventually. Um, like, I'm going to go there with the mindset of, I do drink. I'm only going to have, like, maybe two glasses. 
because holy crap you're vulnerable i don't care again i want to stress it does not matter what gender you are you're vulnerable when you drink you know um and you're in a large group of people and you can even think because i thought this as well oh I'm not very attractive. I'm very tall. I'm very, I'm just, again, I want to reiterate that I really relied on my personal strength and my, you know, height and all that kind of stuff to kind of protect me, you know, from this guy, this tiny little guy who was, again, very cute, <laughs> drugging me. I still, I just can't get over it. Um, so I relied a lot on my, my size and my presence and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. If they're a bad actor, mm -hmm. they're a bad actor anyway. Full yeah. stop. It, no, it, it no just... matter how many sweet words, sweet nothings and all that, yep. they won't be convinced into not being a bad actor. Yeah, that, that doesn't just apply to GDC. That doesn't apply to large-scale events. That exactly. applies to anyone walking down the street. Just... You never know who could be what they are behind closed doors, and it's quite horrible. I hate living like that. I so do because do I. I don't. So do I. Yeah, I and don't it's... think you should always be be afraid or be scared of everyone everywhere. Well, good point. I'm actually going uh, in two weeks to Italy. We've said this before. Mm -hmm. I'm landing in Naples. Every person I talk to has warned me. Naples is bad. It has a reputation. That's a little bit terrifying for me of because course, I'm on yeah. my own. Yeah. Um, but just be say, careful and have your wits about you. That's all I'll say. Exactly. They're like, get out of Naples as soon as you can. So I'm not going to stick around and I'm not going to go to the clubs in Naples and I'm not going to drink in Naples. Again, Naples is probably beautiful and a wonderful city. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying based on what people have told me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You know, so I'm going to get to my B&B &B as soon as I can uh, because I am on my own. So having said that, any time you're in any environment where there's a large group of people, keep your wits about you. Try your hardest to do the buddy system. If you can't, like I can't do that in Italy. I don't have anyone else. Um, just try your best mm. to not drink, to not be altered or whatever, you okay. know. <laughs> I mean, that really does sound victim-blaming, though, Pete. Yeah, but that's why I maintained earlier on that I said I'm not trying to victim-blame here, but that's just I'm common really sense, not. really. You've got to keep your wits about you. The other I thing do. is is that if you, if you feel like something is off, trust yes. your instinct and oh walk away. Oh, my gosh, yes. 100%. Pete is not wrong. You listen to that instinct. Uh, your and intuition if is usually telling you something for a reason. A hundred percent. Just listen to that little tiny voice inside of you that says, "Oh, I don't like this." Well, turn away and walk. Turn around and walk away. Take five uh, minutes and think about it. Yeah, exactly. So, God, I mean, I do know that we're skirting the edge of victim blaming, but at the same time, Pete and I are both very practical people, and you mm. have to use common sense. I've, it's terrible. I know, it sucks, really. I've been out numerous no. times. Look, this is coming from a guy who walks down back roads with big yes. frick, frickin' headphones on yep. in the middle of the night. 
Sometimes do. I sometimes don't trust talking- my better instinct. Yeah, I mean, sometimes Pete's talking to me when he does this, and I'm like, and he'll, what you then? know, he'll people talk to you on the path and stuff. Sometimes and- I do, yeah. But I've always got my torch on. There's no way I'm going to walk it without it. So people mm-hmm. know I'm there. If I can see anyone, I'm going to make something yes. different, you know. Um, and and if fair, I'm listening, do... there are times if I'm listening to music, I'll turn the music off and just listen, just to be sure. See, Give the appearance that's... that I'm listening to something so yeah. it can catch me off guard. Not happening. I tend to do. I actually will wear headphones, but not actually have anything mm-hmm. playing, mm-hmm. just so I can be aware of my things around me it's quite but interesting you know the things that people think that they can get away with when you're not when you've not got music on yes but i do want to say also by the same token oof, i know we're skirting the edge but i do feel that i need to say this um just as you know females or female presenting people need to you know protect themselves and maybe have a buddy system in place or you know all that kind of stuff at the same time, if you're a dude, maybe just protect yourself. Don't be alone with a female if you don't know where things are progressing. Don't mm. don't make yourself vulnerable in uh, those sort of situations. Yeah, I agree. This stuff yeah. has been coming out, and I just... Take care of yourself. You also need to be protected as well. Mm-hmm. You also need a buddy system as well. This is why uh, it's always. Days. This is why when you do online dating, and believe you oh, me, no. I was there a long time ago. They used to say that if you go out on a first date, either tell someone where you're going and who with, yes. or take a friend with you. Hundred percent. Tell people where you're going. Um, mm. Did that as well. It backfired immensely. <laughs> But but it's true because I think dudes need to protect themselves in a whole different way than I'm being very stereotypical here, but then the females need to protect themselves, you know? It, look, there's only going to be one person that looks out for your best interest, and that's you. There you go. That's it, 100%. What Pete just said, that. I know this has been a very adulting podcast where we've given a lot of uh, uh, advice to our younger generation, but I think it's needed. I really well, it's do. Almost, it's almost like common sense has gone out of the window sometimes. Well, it's a combination of common sense, but I also think, Pete, uh, there's a lot of confidence issues. I think that uh, people younger, the, the, the generation under us, both all genders, are very confused at what is okay. What can I do? What can't I do? Really just use your common sense, your instinct, and protect yourself. Um, and for uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Nah. Anna. That's being used immediately. I'm so title adulting sneezies. Uh, yes, I have to agree. Um, but we are here to tell you. Uh, God, I hate referencing my age, obviously. Um, but we have lived a little bit longer. We've seen a little bit more, and just prote- just use your common sense. We've also- and if you're We've also and lived through a few ages where things yeah. were okay and they were not uh, now no longer yeah, now okay. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to maneuver, I think, in a lot of social graces nowadays. Um, I will say that 
use your common sense. And then if you're like me, I'm autistic. I don't have common sense. Pete, I've said this before. Pete has said one of the best descriptors of me is I am the dumbest smart person he knows. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not wrong. It's a hundred percent accurate. I am very intelligent. I can build a computer. I can write code. I can do anything. Does it, when it comes to common sense, I don't have one lick of common sense. I just don't. I, I, it's like missing in my brain. So I surround myself with people who do have common sense. And that, you need to do that. <laughs> just do that. I don't care what gender you are. Just do that. <laughs> mm. yeah, I'm, I'm always the one. When I go on a night out, I'm the one who makes sure my friends get home first. Yeah, you always need a Pete in your group. Um, again, I want to reiterate how thankful I was that I had a friend who spotted immediately that I had been drugged. I would have never known. No. Um, as you can see on this podcast, and if you know me personally, I can hold my liquor. Like, seriously, I'm a freaking McLeod. I, <laughs> I will drink you under the table. The fact that I, I drank one glass of white wine and was nearly falling over myself slobbering all over myself she was like oh this is not this is not right this isn't normal mm. This, mm. well it's good that she oh. noticed that almost immediately and was like yeah this isn't you yeah exactly it was very good so she and she we both knew immediately who had done it um and she ushered me into a taxi and told the the taxi driver she's been drugged <laughs> please get her home safely i vaguely remember that taxi ride um, but it can happen to anyone. Absolutely. It, it, mm. it. Am I more vulnerable because I'm autistic? I don't actually think so. I think anyone is an equal target. Anyone and everyone leave your drink unintended for a, for a whole that, second and that's it. And that's what I did, which is silly of me. Like when I'm in a, or used to be in a club, I've never been, I haven't been in a club since, um, mm -hmm out of it but i'd always have my glass of wine in my hand i yeah. never set it down yeah. that night i sat it down i set it down and she was like that's kind of weird for you i was like yeah i know but eh. and we walked away i've got two rules of engagement for you when it comes to drinking when it comes to this sort of thing number one if you're drinking beer always drink bottled beer yes agreed number two if you do decide to drink pints or wine the coaster over your glass uh, and the thing is audience i want you to know pete is not wrong i was told that did i do that did i work you know in a why? pub yes i did <laughs> that's right you did well i want to tell you why i didn't do it because i still thought this will never happen to trust. me trust there was trust trust yeah this was this will never happen to me yeah that only happened movie that's just that's crazy who can get rohypnol or whatever no way right at belfast you know haha <laughs> that's so silly no it did it a hundred percent happened mm -hmm. and i put a i didn't put a lid on my wine i set it down i did everything wrong i set it yeah. down walked away from my friend i parted with partied with this guy um and the unthinkable happened you know it does takes it only takes a few seconds it all happens so quickly it was literally a few seconds but anyway i think that's enough of that 
I think that's enough adulting. I just hope that our listeners really do hear us. Um, I hope I, so. I know we were told the same thing, and we didn't always listen. I know I didn't always listen, but I'm telling yeah, you, right? Yeah, right, boomer. Exactly, exactly. Oh, but me and Pete are here to tell you it happens. Please be careful in any situation. Buddy mm. system. Good. Right, oh, yeah. do you want to let everyone know where they can find us? Find you? Yes. Well, uh, it's weird. We're going to do it out of order. So, okay. <laughs> we thank you so much for joining us on our adulting session. <laughs> but if you liked it, tell us, you know, we'll give you more advice. We're old now. Um, like, your birthday is really messing me up, Pete. Sorry? <laughs> I said this year's birthday is really oh. messing me up. It messed me up for a little bit. Don't worry. It did. Um, but anyway, if you want to come find me, uh, I don't... I just talk about crazy stuff. I just put whatever is in my brain. Like, I don't think about it. I just type it. I'm over at Kylie Tegreed, K-L-O-I-T-H-G-R-E-E-T, on Twitter for as long as it lasts. Who knows? Holy crap. Did you see Elon Musk change his name to Harry Balls? No, I did not, and no, I didn't really yes, care. He did. I don't know what's happening. That man is like over fifty, and I know that I'm immature, but we're in a next level. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there was. I'm not getting into that. That was a hilarious story at the time. Which one? Uh, the one know. where I said a Scottish YouTuber was known as Giant Penis on there for a while, and Elon Musk specifically said, I am not allowing you to change it because it's funny. That's excellent. But see, that's the thing. There were parts of Elon Musk that were funny in the old days, and I did have a sort of crush on him. You know, kind of a celebrity crush type thing. But then he starts doing stupid things, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Anyway, but, I, I know. But we are now well over two hours. Yes, we're going to finish. This. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I drink, Pete. Um, but if you want to check out my CrossFit stuff, I'm over on Instagram. But, like, it's kind of CrossFit plus gardening plus sometimes cooking. Brilliant. <laughs> That's it, Kylie Yellick. Um, and then, uh, I think that's it for me. Pete, where can I find you? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter still at the moment, uh, at Pete Beckett one spelled B-E-C-K-E-T-T and the number one. I want to, uh, I also want to just take a, a hot minute to, uh, plug the Never Watchers podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, because yes. we have finally, for now, reached the end of our Marvel Cinematic Universe journey, uh, until, uh, June that is, of course. Yes. Or May, whenever Guardians 3 is out. But okay. we are starting a new series. Uh, there is currently a poll on Twitter, so please check mm-hmm. out the Never Watchers on Twitter and get involved in in the poll because that's our, what we're going to be watching next. Very good. Absolutely. Did I think that's say? us. Did you say where they could find you, personally? Yeah. Okay. I did. I- um, but we think always ha- this is a proof of why you always have your wits about you and your buddy system. Pete's my buddy in this. I've case. been looking after you. That's true. <laughs> I didn't tell you to put the bottle down. That's that's, true. that's my mistake. 
Well, I finished that bottle. Like, I know, I saw it. That was my mistake. <laughs> but, wow, it's been nice, though. I haven't mm. drank in so long. It's good. Um, but anyway, thank you so much to our viewers and our watchers. And you can always watch us over at www.twitch.tv forward slash rapid reviews mm, yes uh you can also find a link to the video version of this on youtube within the podcast description too so you can yeah. check the pre and post shows if you've missed anything yeah i i mean again i did publicly say that i wasn't gonna beg for views anymore because no one owes us our their loyalty they don't owe us anything but if you're bored and you really want to watch us, it would make me feel so good on Mondays when I check the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be nice. It does feel good, but we also... Don't, look, let's be honest. We, we've always maintained this. We don't do this for views. We do this because we enjoy doing it, but the views make it all the more sweeter for us to do it. It does feel really good, but we do get great compliments on how it's just chill and people love chilling with us every monday well i guess it'll be tuesday this week yeah but um, and that really goes very far but i do like seeing the numbers go up. again mm -hmm. i look at individual episodes because i'm lazy <laughs> i like to see the big number go. yeah anyway that's gonna do it for us so thank you for joining us and we will see you and talk to you next week bye Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rapid Reviews Radio podcast. You can find the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and various other podcast platforms. You can also find the video version by searching Rapid Reviews on YouTube and watch the podcast recording live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rapidreviews at 7.30pm UK time every Sunday. Please make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at rrradiopod and for all the latest reviews, visit www.rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at rapidreviewsuk.com.